Hello, this is Melissa Hellett. Today I want to reflect on chapter 8 in Elizabeth Coelho's book, Adding English, a Guide to Teaching in Multilingual Classrooms. Elizabeth writes about the struggles that English language learners face in the educational system at a young age. Think about what that means when we learn that most English language learners will need at least five years to become proficient in English, and how this student will not only be expected to evolve academically, but also seamlessly with English. Jim Cummins, who is a second language acquisition expert, identifies two important areas of language learning. There is everyday language proficiency and academic language proficiency. Everyday language is your conversational dialogue. Simple reading, writing, personal, familiar, face-to-face, one-on-one talk. It takes most students two years to learn everyday language skills. Academic language is linked to academic success, teacher talk, lectures, presentations, texts, online journals, research, da-da-da. This takes about five years to learn. We want to move students into an academic zone so that they can explore deeper themes, symbols, move more independently with thought, be less dependent on supports and their peers. With their evolution, we hope to see the development of more sophisticated language and how one can communicate their ideas more creatively and powerfully. American researchers Wayne Thomas and Virginia Collier have found that most English language learners will never have the academic proficiency of their peers. English language learners need time to work through academic language, time that is often not given to them. The acceleration of learning leaves many behind, and maintaining an English language learner's first language is crucial. If an English language learner has a strong foundation of their own language, they can use it as a powerful tool to unlock deeper academic art forms of language while moving beyond the primitive and restrictive qualities of only using basic language. An ELL's language is linked to their personal and cultural identity, and teachers need to acknowledge and empower that. The more developed a language learner's first language is, the more they will excel in other areas. If a learner understands rhyme, symbolic language, thematic principles, and grammatical patterns in their first language, they can work towards closing that gap in their second language. It's important that teachers work with parents in encouraging and maintaining a culturally rich environment, as well as exposing them to as many programs, classes, extracurricular activities, and forms of media that empathize and include their culture. Teachers should also try to learn a thing or two from the learner's first language so that that student can build trust with them and not be afraid to take risks. If students feel like their first language is not accepted or respected, they may rely on English to the point of disconnecting with their family. The separation from their culture and the lack of respect and acceptance of diverse culture in schools and communities may lead to a lower self-esteem and a loss of identity. 
It's important that we continue to remind ourselves about the real-life negative tragedies and human rights violations that occur when we contribute to the suppression of language. Think about the Indigenous people of Canada, residential schools, the genocide of a language that is the genocide of a culture. In 1995, there was a case in McLean's magazine where a Texas judge accused a mother of abusing her own daughter by speaking her first language to her. We know the benefits of having a dual language, and we know how damaging and wrong it is to only enforce one dominant perspective. Cultural identity and first language proficiency is key to building confidence, community, and empowerment in an individual as well as ensuring act- academic success. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next week.